Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Hey, have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP Coach Training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life, join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Um, Dr. Maisha, if you don't know who I am. And today um, I want to talk about this conversation of uh, being broken. Now it's interesting. And and one of the reasons that I um, chose this conversation is because I've been hearing it a lot lately. And, you know, it's a conversation that I think that maybe not the most overt conversation. We don't always know that this is something that we're we're saying or we're we're um, passing down. Not only pass, passing through our language and, and reinforcing ourselves, but also passing down to our next generation. And so, I want to talk about a couple of ways that the conversation of being broken shows up in our language, whether consciously or unconsciously. Uh, some ways that we can start to reframe that and some new ways to think about it. And I think part of it is our own internal listening. You know, I always talk about the fact that we listen through filters. We have our own filters that we're listening through, that we're thinking through based on our upbringings, based on our environment, based on what's been passed down to us, right? And so there's a lot of inherited conversations that are forming our little internal dialogues. Now, at the time of this recording, we are... Uh, in a five-day Mastering Your Inner Voice challenge. And it has been amazing. We've had a lot of engagement uh, thus far, and we're talking about how these inner voices get formed. And I've talked about it many times in past podcasts, in my TEDx talk. And so if you haven't listened to a a, um, a past podcast of mine, you know, you can go to the Black Mind Garden and uh, and you can you can listen and subscribe or you can look for it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, I, you know, mine's is Apple Podcasts, but of course we're on Stitcher, we're on uh, 
uh, Spotify. And so if you haven't, if you want to hear some of the previous conversations that I've had about where these filters come from and how they impact us on a day-to-day basis and what we're passing down to our next generation unconsciously, then I invite you to go and listen to that podcast and share it with a friend. Um, so let's talk about this thing about being broken. So we believe, and so, you know, I, I'm a, a trainer of neurolinguistic programming. That is the work that I do. And that is all about uh, empowering us in our language, being more conscious in our language, empowering more trauma-informed communication, but really like looking at how we use our language, uh, internal and external, to, to reframe and empower our thinking. And when we empower our thinking, then we shift and empower our our speaking, which if you haven't figured out by now, you can hear yourself talking, which means anything that you say, you're hearing your constant are constituting suggestions to your own subconscious mind. So, so I do this work, I do these trainings, and one of the assumptions, you know, a lot of times when I'm starting out in a training, whether it's in an organization or whether it's in an individual certification program that I do, I start out with a set of assumptions. And there are 16 of them, but I'll talk about one of them now. And that's, we have all the resources that we need internally. We have all the resources we need internally to succeed. And, and so it begs the question, you know, where are we not accessing those resources and what blocks us from accessing these internal resources? Now we could talk about the external factors that there are. And yes, there are a lot of world societal, um, you know, systemic problems, but we're talking more about the internal, right? We're talking about the internal resources that we have that allows us to do the things that we want to do. And how do those internal resources get blocked? Like, why do they get blocked? If we have all the internal resources that we need to, to have the life that we want, the internal resources, then why are we, aren't we able to access them? And that is, part of that is our internal conversations, right? Our internal beliefs, our, our internal values, our, our internal perception of ourself, right? And this is apart from what other external obstacles may be present. Now, let me just address that, right? So even with external obstacles present, even with, um, this is some of the systemic problems that are that are that are present. There are people who, you know, why are some people who are in marginalized situations able to boost themselves out and others aren't? Now, you know, there could be lots of fact, multifactorial things uh, in in that realm. Like some would say that's pure luck, uh, but but I would say it's it's a an internal accessing of resources, whether conscious or unconscious, is an internal accessing of a belief or resources or drive to move past obstacles. So when we think about the fact that we actually do have the resources, the internal resources to succeed at what we want to do, what has us not access those are our own beliefs and values and 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 generational conversations, cultural conversations that come up. And one of those big conversations is there's something wrong with me. There's I'm brokenness, brokenness. And brokenness shows up in conversations. It looks like something's wrong with me. I can't, I shouldn't. Why can't I? Like the question, well, why can't I just, right? And, or I'm just, right? Just is a minimalization or an invalidation of one's resources, right? So so that, that's how it shows up in us talking to ourselves. But we have to be mindful because we're always modeling. You know, I'm always talking about my child 
and and kids and you know generationally generationally what we're passing down inherited conversations as we speak these to other people whether it's people who are very young people or people who are you know are are people who are our we are mentoring who look up to us in any kind of way we are um saying things that constitute suggestions and either people will accept those unconsciously or reject them unconsciously or consciously, right? So when we say things like to our kids, what's wrong with you? It may seem subtle. It may seem it's a, it's a nuance of language. It's an, it's an assumption that there is something wrong. Like what's wrong isn't presupposes that there is something wrong with the child. And if we say that enough times, then the person, the, the child or the person can will take on, there's something wrong. I don't know what, but there's something wrong, right? Or here's another one. You shouldn't feel that way. Don't feel that way. You shouldn't feel that way, right? So you shouldn't feel or that or don't feel presupposes that there's a right way to feel for any situation and that the person that's feeling the thing that's not the right way there's something wrong with them right so these are the little nuances when we're talking to people we're talking to ourselves but especially when we're talking to people and i'm speaking about children specifically that starts to communicate brokenness right in these very subtle ways you can't you can't do that right you know that presupposes a, a, a lack of capability. Now, of course, it could also presuppose that it's not possible in the world, but most often people will take that personally because one of the one of the, the rules of the unconscious mind or the, one of the ways that the unconscious mind works is that it takes everything personally. So imagine a child, just a young person, let's say a child, but also a young person, a person who is uh, um, a sponge, it's picking up things, it's being influenced and constantly hearing, well, what's wrong with you? Or constantly hearing, well, you shouldn't feel that way or don't feel that way, or you can't do that. Or why can't you just be like, right? That is a, a, a very subtle way of communicating to a person. Why can't you do it like this? Or why can't you be like this? That's a subtle nuanced way of communicating to a person that there's something wrong with them, that they're broken. And if a person hears, so here's the other thing, our subconscious mind, our unconscious mind, it, it starts to form habit because of repetition. Now we think about habit being things that we do, but we don't always think about habits being the ways that we think. And we can influence thought habit in people and people who look up to us and our, and our children in the way that we speak to them. And so we, you know, when we're when we're thinking about how we communicate, and and if you if you're you're constantly subtly communicating these uh, this verbiage of brokenness, then the thought habit begins to form, and what happens is we've just passed down a conversation of brokenness. Yeah, I'm just this way, or she's just that way. She's just that way, or he's just that way, or they're just that way, right? Um, now, the other way that we do it, not talking about others, is modeling that, right? Like, what's wrong with me? 
right? Communicating that brokenness actually exists. And so our, our young people, they uh, model us. So we're, they're always watching, they're always modeling. So we not only have to be careful of how we speak to others, but we also need to be mindful of how we speak out loud to ourselves, how we speak internally, but how we speak out loud, like how our um, conversation that's directed towards self, how that comes out of our mouth, right? And this is, just, this is you know, this is very important. And if up to this point, you, have, you, you feel like, oh my goodness, like I've been saying these things, I've been doing these things. It, it's okay, because guess what? Just like a GPS, you can recalculate, you can correct, you can correct your, you can reroute and correct your path. You can begin to practice new language, right? So like maybe instead of what's wrong, well, what happened? What happened or what's going on? You know, instead of you can't, it's like, oh, well, what is the strategy for that? Or how can you? Or what is the plan? Right? Or, you know, um, like, why can't you do it this way? Or maybe it's just the, have you tried it this way? You know? Or what prevents you from doing it this way? Right? It's different from why can't you? It's like, what prevents you? Is there something that's preventing you? So it's a subtle nuance that you're saying, you know, you're getting the, the message across of the question that you're asking, but maybe it's just a subtle nuance in the way you speak, right? And, and part of the reason I think that we, you know, it's like automatic the way we speak this way. And, 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 and when we take on this brokenness for ourselves, like why can't I, or I shouldn't, or I can't, you know, I was having a conversation with, with a, a student inside of the, uh, the five day challenge the other day and she and she was sharing and i've had this conversation with a few people about um how she wasn't self-disciplined or she wasn't you know, like she wasn't disciplined or she wanted to work on being more disciplined self-disciplined and we had a conversation about why she felt she wasn't disciplined and as we got into the conversation she was sharing with me how um you know she has she has problems with certain structures like if someone tells her to do things. She doesn't remember it. She needs to see things. She's a visual or she needs to write things down. And she talks about, you know, she talks a little bit about this, a, uh, having ADHD. And I've had, and I have another student that also talks about that. And one of the things that came up is what if, what if there's not something wrong with you, but there is the way that your brain is programmed to work. And what if we looked at people that way? Like, okay, the per person's brain is programmed to do this. The person's brain is programmed to do that. It's just like our computers, right? We're, look we're working on our computers and our computers are programmed to do a thing. And we enter, we type in something and the program does the thing the, the, or the computer does the thing. If the computer is not doing the thing that it's programmed to do, we run a diagnostic. We say, okay, well, what's missing in the programming? You know, what needs to be tweaked in the programming? What needs to be re, you know, like we say in, in, in our language, like what do, how do we need to retrain the programming, reprogram the computer, the supercomputer that is our brain to work? And so when we are thinking about this concept of brokenness, 
identifying as brokenness, it creates an enormous internal obstacle that doesn't allow us to, that even that's that not only doesn't allow us to achieve the things that we want to achieve, but also sometimes it stops us from even trying. Because if you think of the fact that, you know, you if you start out with I can't or something's wrong with me or I shouldn't, or I'm just this way, then what happens? It 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 cuts off the possibility of you being able to do something beyond what you think is possible with your programming and your brain. And that is why it's it's so important to begin to like really pay attention and nuance our language and really pay attention to what we're saying, what's coming out of our mouth and what we're saying to other people. Because, you know, our kids, our children, the younger people are always listening and they're always watching and they're always modeling. And and if we want to, you know, I always talk about generational conversations, stopping generational cycles. And I'm very, and I, I am very committed to that, like really committed to, to creating skills and communication and empowering um, us so that we empower the next generation. Because you all, you all are the bridge, you know, the people who listen to this, this podcast, you all are the bridge to empowering the leaders of the next generation. And that's my commitment. So it is very important that we begin to look at our conversation. It's not just, you know, oh, we got to do this for them, but it's, we do it for us so that we can empower ourselves so we can empower them. And the more that we, you know, we create these ripples, the, the, the bigger the impact. And if you think about, well, what's possible in the world, and I'm in Georgia right now, and um, we're having a runoff between uh, Senator um, Raphael Warnock and, and, and Walker, Herschel Walker. And it's just interesting to see the, um, the kinds of conversations that are happening during the campaigning. And, uh, you know, whatever your affiliation, <laughs> I know what my affiliation is, whatever your affiliation is, um, we get to this point of this kind of runoff because of these conversations, these disempowering conversations, while well, my voice doesn't make a difference. So I'm not even going to get out there and, and execute my right. Right. And so we have to be mindful. Like when, if we get the, if we get, you know, the, the, um, depending on who gets in the seat, that will inform the kinds of conversations that get passed down societally. Right. So we, what kind of ripples are we creating? And so here's what I want you to do, because, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of assigning opportunity, work, uh, workshop opportunities or, or um, development opportunities. So as you go about your day, go about your week this week, and I, and I really want you to, to share with me. You can share with me. You can email me. You can message me on whatever platform you happen to be connected with me on, you can email me at drmaisha at drmaisha.com. You can go to my website, remapmymind.com, and you can, uh, or you can leave a review on the podcast. That would be wonderful. But what I'd like to, 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 to see you do this week to take on is listening to where the conversation, the subtle conversation of brokenness comes up in the the what's wrong or the shouldn'ts or the can'ts or the why can't you or I am this way or she is this way or he is this way or they are this way. I want you to, number one, be 
listen to listen to what's coming out of your mouth, but also be mindful of how you're hearing others. Like, are you hearing what's wrong with them in, in, in your mind about others, right? Because our listening drives our communication. And um, contrary to popular belief, even if we don't say it, you know, 93% of our commu communication is nonverbal. So even if we don't say it, we could still be communicating it, right? This is deep stuff. So um, I invite you to take on this week, really noticing this in yourself. And you may notice it in others, but I want you to notice it in yourself. And the fact that even noticing in yourself will create the condition that you most likely will, will make this make this this error less and less you know we'll we'll do better and better with reframing these subtle messages of brokenness and i want you to be mindful if you're saying it to yourself i want you to be mindful if you're saying it out loud i want you to be mindful if you're thinking about it with others and how that informs your interaction with another person particularly if you're a parent and then i want you to let me know how it goes what's the impact were you able to do it what were your challenges you know, and so go apply this, go apply this and, and share what happens with me and share this episode with one other person in your life, a friend, a colleague, a family member. And when you see the difference applying this tool, just do me a favor and let me know, let me know, right? Email me, leave a review on the podcast um, app, let me know. And so, you know, these this this is the kind of uh, thing that that we workshop, we teach in my neurolinguistic programming trainings, and we go even deeper, of course, because it is a seven day training, and it is a certification program. But you don't have to want to be certified in order to learn this work, in order to learn and expand your listening and expand your flexibility of communication, expand. Uh, your capacity to empower your relationships, to up level up your leadership, to improve your confidence, to get rid of self-doubt, to get rid of um, all of the, the obstacles, the internal obstacles that stop you from being your best self. So as always, you know, I am committed to seeing you empowered. Because as I said earlier, you're the bridge to the next generation of empowered and resilient leaders. You are a bridge to the new future. So with that, I will leave you and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and will put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode.